Welcome to On the Prowl. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of On the Prowl Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Roden. And I'm Remy Johnson. Thank you for listening to us today. And we're back, folks. We're back with another episode. It's been a long time. A couple holidays. Yep. Things have been in the way. So, <laughs> Yep, been, been busy, but we're back. All right, Remy. Well, Tiger Basketball has played their season off to a – they started off as a good start, but then this past week we've had a, our first loss. So yep. it took our ranking down to – or it took our ranking back to 18. 18, yep. Which we were number nine, which I hope we can be back in the top 10 around the Tennessee game. So that way we're not being booed or saying that we're not good, which we're better than Tennessee. But I just want to be a top 10 team. So it's a fair game. But anyway, this um, rest of the season looks like it should be fun to watch because oh, yeah. the next span, few games are SEC from here on out. We got Georgia, we got Ole Miss, we got Tennessee, we got Alabama. So yep. it'll, it'll be a, cu- a, fu- a fun couple of games to watch. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It'll it'll definitely prove our, we'll definitely be able to prove ourselves and figure out how how this Tigers team look going going up in these in these next couple of games. Because I mean, I'll say at least two of those teams are probably going to be um, tournament teams come March. So it's definitely not going to be a cakewalk by any stretch of the imagination. So we'll definitely prove ourselves. Yeah. I just hope we get back in the top 10 and we're able to show America what this team is really is and how dominant they are. I know Penny mentioned that they're going back to the lion offense against Georgia. So that'll be interesting to watch. Yeah. 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 That's that is also the lion offense is what Penny ran the last 17 games of last season, which we won a lot. So yeah. I'm curious to see if we can start winning. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit different of a personnel this year. So we'll we've got to stop turning the ball over so much. I mean, the last few games we had like 21 turnovers against uh, what was that Western Kentucky game in the first half, and then we had this past week against Iowa State. And so, anyways, we've had a lot of turnovers in that game, and we just look sloppy. And yeah, we're we're first in in the nation. Uh, in terms of turnovers, so we definitely have to fix things if we want to compete. And that's just one of the one of the things about being a young team. I mean, you got you got a guy that's supposed to be a, a senior in high school, and then a guy that's supposed to be a junior in high school. Dude, that's crazy to me that Imani is seventeen. Yeah, and he's supposed to be a junior. I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah, that's that's one of the things about, like you said, just this team being young. But I mean, once we get more more chemistry, once we get more adjusted to to this team, I think we'll be fine. But yeah, we got Georgia tonight. Hopefully, hopefully we can win this game and then re- re- reinforce ourselves and get back on the right track. Georgia, they're like two and four, two and five, not mistaken right now. So hopefully, because no game is easy. Hopefully they play like their record chills. We'll say that. And then Tigers come out victorious. We just got, we just have to play more flowy basketball. We can't be so sloppy. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, this Ole Miss game, it's right down the road, so it'll be fun to see if Tigers can pick up a sort of like a hometown advantage, but not quite because we're obviously will be on the road down in Oxford. But if Tigers can pick up the win, that'll be another great win and an SEC win that we can add to our add to our schedule as a D1, uh, quad one win. Yeah, yeah, quad one. Those quad ones win going to pick up. So hopefully we, we continue to get some. I see Tiger, Tiger, uh, 
got got accepted into the Hawaii Bowl. Now we're just kind of awaiting an opponent, an opponent at this point. It's going to be a Mountain West opponent, but we got to figure that figure that out. That'd be crazy playing in Hawaii on Christmas Eve. Dude, Christmas in Hawaii is going to be crazy. It's going to be so yeah. fun for the players, though. Oh, yeah. You know, they're going to have a blast. All right. Well, we want to welcome our first call-in of the show. We, we want to welcome Jack Laughlin to the show. What's up, Jack? Yeah. Hey, thank you all for having me. I'm glad to be able to, you know, uh, connect with you all on something else again, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, we wanted to have you call in and just talk about this college football where there's been a lot of crazy drama that's going on with Lincoln Riley to USC. Your school, TCU, has made some moves. We had a shocker with Brian Kelly to LSU. So what do you think's next? Do you think it's Luke Fickle to Notre Dame, or do you think they promote Marcus Freeman? You know, I, I saw a thing earlier talking about Freeman possibly following Kelly to LSU, making him the highest-paid coordinator in the country. So that honestly seems – it seems like it's probably going to be Fickle because if I'm Freeman, that seems pretty tough to turn down. Yeah. Climbing the ladder, it feels like it'd be easier to go to an SEC school, be a coordinator there for a year or two, and then maybe take a high – like a – high-level head coaching job in another place where it opens up. That said, if he does get offered, I don't see him turning down Notre Dame. It's such a storage school. Uh, it'd be tough to just turn down an offer like that. But Luke Fickle seems to be the guy that's kind of the next in line. You know, that's where Brian Kelly came from when he left Cincinnati to go be Notre Dame's coach. So it just feels like that That just seems like a distinct possibility by this point that it's, it's Luke Fickle. Yeah, I expect it to be Luke Fickle. Yeah. And after, after Brian Kelly got hired, I mean, everyone on Twitter went to saying Brian Kelly to Notre Dame 100% confirmed. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see what, what will happen with their head coach position, whether it is in-house or if they go to Luke Fickle. But the interesting thing is if they get Luke Fickle, will he keep Marcus Freeman and reunite with him? Or will Freeman go to LSU with Brian Kelly? I mean, many talk. Yeah, no, it's, it's just going to be interesting to see how all that turns. I mean, there's just so many good jobs still. Because the thing that keeps happening is all these really good jobs keep getting filled by coaches from other really good jobs. I mean, Oklahoma's a fantastic job. Notre Dame's a fantastic job. Like, those used to be, or they still are, you know, schools where you've made it. And you're kind of gone, you know, when yeah. you get to those schools like that. That's kind of like a, that's a destination job. You're not using that to find another job after or using it as a stepping stone. So, yeah, it's interesting for sure. What were you about to say, Rami? I'm sorry. I thought I could not cut you off there. Oh, no, no, you're good. I was just saying uh, money talks. If if Marcus Freeman, he, if he's able to get, uh, like you said, to be the highest highest paid coordinator in the nation, I, I wouldn't pass up that job, especially like you were saying, the um, the stepping stone from being a SEC coordinator, you could definitely uh, take a coaching job if you excel at, at that, which I think he could just based on what Cincinnati's done with him. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, he was an amazing coach at Cincinnati. Once again, they had like another undefeated season, if I'm not mistaken, but that's what made him get offered by Notre Dame to come coach for him just because of how well he can recruit and coach. Yeah. 100%. Well, Jack, Auburn made a change at offensive coordinator. They they let go Mike Bobo. So what do you think their next step is? Do you think they hire from another school or do you think they go in-house? Um, I think I think you probably try one more from another school. There's no one really in-house that I don't feel like there's that much buzz about really or anyone that's been on the staff long enough to I feel comfortable taking over a position like offensive coordinator, um, especially – and the tough thing is, is now it feels like the market is kind of cleared out of a lot of really big names. It'd be tough to go out and hire someone really, really good. You could obviously take a swing at like a massive swing at someone like Dan Mullen, who obviously been an offensive coordinator before. 
Siege wants to take a step back. I doubt he would do something like that, highly uh, given his personality. But there are people like that on the market still. But it just feels like there are guys that are going to end up with these really big jobs. And there's guys that honestly don't seem all that impressive. And it feels like Auburn right now might end up with someone that is kind of a lukewarm hire, if I'm being honest. So, I mean, I haven't really gotten a chance to really dig into that, given all this happened with TCU. I've kind of been more focused on that. But I did see yeah, Mike Bobo gone as offensive coordinator, which is not entirely too shocking. The offense was a little lackluster, it felt like, this year. But, you know, it, it's it, it, it'll it be interesting to see, uh, you know, what Auburn, can, what Auburn can pull off here. Yeah. I'd be interested to see if they could – and a guy I'd be really interested in is – Coach Riley from SMU, who is Lincoln's brother. Yeah. If they can pull him, because I also saw he could be yeah. a candidate. Well, right now he's coming. The plan is for him to come to TCU, okay. actually. So it seems like he's actually going to follow Sonny Dykes over to TCU from that SMU job. TCU's pulled most of that staff. Um, they, they've, they've gotten the vast majority of those SMU staffers to come over to TCU uh, and coach here, at least like, five or six, Riley being one of them. Um, so, I mean, it is possible Auburn could just pay him more. But right now, it looks like TCU is going to be where he's at, uh, just coming over with the rest of Sunny Dyke's staff. Um, yeah, that, that is just what from I can hear. All yeah. right. Well, we appreciate you calling in and talking college football coaching drama with us. Oh, yes. Yeah, anytime. Oh, yeah. More, more down the line once more news come out. All right. See you, Jack. See you, man. Yeah, we'll keep in touch. I'll see y'all. Shout out to Jack Laughlin from Jack Shout and Ian. Jack. Shout out to Jack and Ian. Best of luck to you guys. By the way, that was our first call-in. Yeah, it was. That was it was it was pretty smooth. I could hear him pretty well. So so we can definitely implement that more. Oh, most definitely. And for those of y'all who are listening to the show, if y'all ever want to call in and talk about a topic or something or whichever, talk about a big news head sports headline or whichever big headline. Maybe if y'all want to talk about Spider-Man movie when it comes out, just message us, one of us, on Instagram or Twitter, and we'll be glad to have you call in with us sometime. Yeah, let's do it. Yo, Ramy, I just I just had the best lunch in Memphis. Really? Where'd you go? Taco Nagana's on Summer Avenue. Man, that is the best taco place in Memphis. It's a taco truck. Oh, my goodness. They are unbelievable. What'd you eat? I, I I ordered the chicken taco naganas, and that meat was the best meat ever. It had cheese on top, melted in, and you had your own little sauce on the side, and then they gave you a little pepper that you could put on the taco, and man, that was incredible. I cannot believe how good it was. I'm definitely going to have to go back and check it out. I have to check it out. That sounds good. To the people who are listening to this, definitely go up to Taco Nagana's and tell them that On the Prowl podcast sent you, you won't want to miss the best tacos in Memphis. Don't forget, let them know On the Prowl sent you. Well, John Morant got injured for the Grizzlies, which, of course, scared the entire city of Memphis. And yes, we were on the edge of our seats like, dang, our season's over. Can't believe this happened. John, everyone at the game probably thought John tore his ACL. Yeah. The locker room he's holding his leg he's crying this isn't good yeah and the next I mean, day he was on crutches which everyone said the grizzlies wouldn't lose with john Morant. says who yeah says who 
Hey, look at it. Two and zero without Jaw now. Two and zero without Jaw. And now, I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying Grizzlies are better without Jaw Morant. Oh no no no! But, but we're I'm saying, I think they're focused and um, what's it? I can't think of the word. We were we were able to step up as a team. We were determined. Most definitely that, and as well as just um, I can't think of the word. Um, just eager to win. Yeah. And you're ready to take over for a leader and just have the next man up mentality and just be able to still go out and beat these great teams. Yeah. And that's one of the things I like about Taylor Dinkins. He, he's definitely big on that next man up mentality. So yeah. once John, once John went down, uh, Jaron, Dylan, Desmond, Danson, every, everybody has stepped up so far and has led us to two, two wins, two pretty, pretty convincing wins too. I'll, I have to admit. And then we saw, Former Grizzly Giannis Valanciunas is just shooting lights out with the Pelicans. Dude, that was insane. Seven for seven threes. That that was insane. Were you happy for? Him? <laughs> I mean, I, I am happy. I I did see a stat that was like kind of mind blowing. There's only two players in the NBA this season have thirty points and ten rebounds with more than with about seven three pointers made. Giannis and Steph Curry. That's yep. insane. Yeah, for sure. And I wish he played like that here, though. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely, he's definitely being having a bigger role in New Orleans, especially with Zion being out. Yeah, but I saw Zion is coming back. They said. Yeah, he should be back soon. Be able to start practicing again. Well, right around the corner, we've got NFL playoffs. NFL season is coming to an end. Indeed. Do the Rams make the playoffs? Who knows? Does the Titans? We're 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 still gonna make. We're still gonna make the playoffs. So Talked about the Rams are Owen Owen three. This yeah, like we're on a three game losing streak. The same month as the Lions, so Owen two and one. So little fact there, Owen three since acquiring Von Miller, Odo Beckham Jr. It's it's a chem, it's a chemistry issue. That's that's what it is. But once we start to gain more chemistry, we're gonna be a okay. I'm just messing with you, but oh, I know it's a struggle for Titans too because AJ Brown and Derrick Henry and it's a long list. Julio Jones. I'm not gonna look all. Players, but Titans are about to make history. But I think what did they say? It was the stat line. It was like it was either fifty-four or eighty-four players on IR. That's insane. And that's the most ever. And now Monty Rice is placed on IR, so that that officially break the record. So that's insane, dude. And the Titans, I was about well, I guess not. That's not true. But I was about to say Titans are still winning without them. Titans are heading into a bye week. So yeah, a much needed bye week, I'm sure. Much needed by week, yes. And hopefully, hopefully you can get some some more players healthy. Hopefully, can rebound after a bye week against the Steelers. So we'll get a couple of players back against the Steelers. Yeah, we'll keep players as well, and then the next round will come the next weekend. And but it's been a crazy, crazy season this year in the NFL. Yes, dude, it has been. Like it's something that we couldn't have expected. Yeah, and then now we've got all of. The transfer portal season has started, so it's like all the police, all these players are just entering the portal based off just coaching changes and also just based off of not getting PT at their schools, so they just want to go play elsewhere. Yeah. Where do you think Spencer Rattler is going to go? I, I don't know. It depends if Caleb Williams enters the portal, but I think he'll follow Lincoln Riley to USC or he makes a shocking move and goes to Ole Miss to replace Matt Corral. Maybe, maybe. And if not that, I think Dylan Gabriel will go to Ole Miss and reunite with Jeff Levy. Yeah, yeah, I did see his name in the transfer portal as well. 
Or he, I don't think it'll happen, but maybe, but maybe Dylan Gabriel could go to Tennessee. Yeah, be with Hypo and his staff. But well, Hypo might be going to Oklahoma, so he might go to Oklahoma. Yeah, but I, I was about to say Hypo's got Hendon Hooker returning, and no one knows in the world what's going to happen to Joe Milton. And then you've got some other quarterback commits that are coming in as freshmen. So yeah. it'll be a, that'd be a stacked quarterback room. Yeah. But who knows what's gonna happen? That's up there in Knoxville. We're we're down here in Memphis. We're yeah. We're yeah we, got our, we got our own things to deal with here in Memphis, like the Hawaii Bowl. Yeah, Christmas in Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be exciting. Which will be a fun for a lot of the freshmen and seniors and even the coaching staff. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the team will have a blast. <clears throat> that game's on Christmas Eve, if I'm not mistaken. It sure is. Christmas Eve, seven Central. Who do you expect it to be the opponent? The opponent. Do you think it'll be Wyoming, or do you think it'll be Boise State? Do you think it'll be another team? I I heard a rumor it might be Nevada. Uh, like I said, it's just a rumor. I'm not I'm not 100 sure, but I hope it's I hope it's Boise State. Yeah, I doubt it's gonna be Boise State, but it'd be great if it was. I think it'd be interesting to see. It. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw some some people from the Big 12 there because those are the two teams that. Um, yeah, but isn't that a Mountain West? Tournament? Well, yeah, it, I mean, it is a Mountain West tournament, but I'm saying the Big 12 is uh, once they do their new uh, conference realignment, those are the two teams that I heard what rumored to hear that um, they're looking at Memphis and Boise State. So hopefully. Yeah, maybe they give it a, I guess, as you would say, a trial run, maybe. Yeah. Just to see how they can play against each other and if each team can compete with each other. Now, do you think each team will be a full roster, or do you think guys will leave due to transfer portal or just sit out for the draft, or do you think it'll be a f- pretty full roster for both teams? In the, any bowl game, there you're going to have some some players sit out for, for reasons, like like you said, the transfer portal or the draft. But one thing about this Memphis team, we're, we're a pretty young team, so I don't think – so I think most, most of the players, in, unless they're transferring, are probably going to play. Yeah. Because there's no reason to sit out for guys, stuff. and if guys do like sit out or transfer, then that, like we said earlier, next man up mentality. So it'll just yeah. be a chance for the young freshmen or guys that haven't gotten to play this year just to step up and get to play in a ball game in Hawaii. I mean, that's a pretty fun that's, thing. Yeah. Say. yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be living it up down there in Hawaii. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun vacation and fun Christmas for them. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, you've got you've got anything else you'd like to say to our listeners today? Um, not really. Go Rams, go Grizzlies, go Tigers. That's that's all for me. Go Titans, go Grizzlies, go Tigers. Fair enough. Well, thanks everyone for listening to this episode. We appreciate you joining in and listening to us. Oh yeah. Shout out to Jack Laughlin once again of the Jack and Ian show. Yeah, shout out to Jack, shout out to Ian. Calling in and talking college football with us and all this coaching drama. Wait, oh yeah. Any more coaching changes to happen soon. Oh yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun off season for sure, and it's just getting started. And it's just getting started. Well, I'm your host Robert Roden, and I'm Raymond Johnson. Love you guys. Peace. Don't forget to join us next time on the Prowl. With the boys, yeah we swoop, yeah we swoop, and we got them high clocks, and we'll shoot, and we'll shoot with the Mercedes Benz in the.